Welcome to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. This week, I'm joined by co-host, Gramps. This week, our guest is Ana Garza. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Doing pretty, pretty good. good. You go by the Texas Hempress, correct? I do. I do go by Texas Hempress. Um, some people know me as Alicia Garza on... Um, I'm sorry, my lighting's horrible. Um so, um, yeah, some people know me as Alicia Garza. Some people know me as Texas Hempress, um, mostly Texas Hempress. But, you know, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll just leave it at Texas Hempress. That sounds good. If you let the people call you whatever they want, I'm pretty sure this will go up on YouTube. And there's going to be like a thousand comments of calling you things you probably don't want to be called. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, hopefully they're all good things. <laughs> I'll take the engagement on YouTube. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> so how did you how did you get into this? How did you get into the the hemp space? Well, to be honest with you, um, I'm a med patient, um, and I had, you know, a really hard time back in January when I um, lost my um, my psychiatrist, and I had no other choice but to like kind of get off the medications that I was on and. I had already been wanting to, um, so I reached out to the Texas Cannabis Clinic and I got my, um, I got my card or my license, whatever, my, my prescription. And, you know, it helped so much right away that I was like, you know what, like this should be for everybody. Um, you know, so I, I was like amazed by the results um, that I got because it was I suffer from chronic pain. I suffer from anxiety and PTSD. So, you know, those medications just seem to work like just perfect for me. And well, I was like, you know, it's, it's not fair that they take this away from everybody and they don't, you know, not everybody gets to get access to this medication because, you know, I know a lot of people that are suffering from, you know, similar things that I go through and they don't have access to it. Cause you know, it's really hard to get it nowadays. Um, well, actually it's not as hard, but I think a lot of people like think it's just almost impossible to get your card, but it, it really isn't. So anyways, but if you don't have like these qualifying conditions, well, then you just can't get it, you know? So um, I decided to just like be, you know, someone to advocate for others who deserve, you know, to have access to this medication or even, you know, if they want to just use it recreationally, um, you know, I just thought that should be, to their, you know, to their discretion. Well, you want to use it, go ahead. You know, um, if you think that's what you need for your medication. So, I mean, that's how I always felt anyways, because for a long time, you know, people would, you know, kind of be like, Oh, you, you smoke. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I medicate what's wrong. You know, what's wrong with that? You know, it actually helps me. And then when it became legal, I was like, I got to push for this. I so got to push for this, you know? So I just started on Instagram and it kind of went from like a, you know, I was coming off of the benzos and I was like, let's get this, you know, THC and stuff legal because, you know, other people shouldn't have to go through this horrible, you know, this horrible thing with the benzos and all these other prescription meds that they give yeah. from, you know, the psychiatrist. And it's like when something that is so, you know, the plan is so good for you. There's so many benefits. It's not even funny. Um, and it does work. Very it's therapeutic. Just as, it were, yeah, it works way better than the RX prescriptions, you know? So I was like, <clears throat> with the benzo scare, that was just like, I mean, 
terrifying. You know, I, I don't want anybody else to have to go through that. And if other people can medicate with this product, you know, with this kind of uh, medicine, besides the Xanax and the other prescription drugs, you know, I would really be happy for them because it would have saved them a lot of like a lot of problems because, you know, the Xanax just ended up like being worse for me, you know, it was it creating more anxiety and whatnot. So I started to go online and I started to put myself out there. I'm like, Hey, you know, let's support the movement. Let's, you know, and, and it kind of just started with, you know, infographics and then it just evolved, you know, somebody reached out and they were like, Hey, do you want to, you know, sponsor me or like not sponsor, but represent my brand. I'm like, sure. You know, so I started with happy, Bud. they're actually out of Oklahoma and um, it kind of just like grew into more. And now I kind of just work with a bunch of different companies. People reach out and it's fun. You know, I get, I went to Hemping in Texas. Thank you for putting that on because I met. Um, Thank you for coming. <laughs> it was so great. I was like, I was, it's probably been the best thing that's happened to me since um, I got, you know, became a medical patient because I actually got to meet a really awesome person. Um, her name is um, Chef Michelle Collins. She's out of Dallas and she's actually um, doing some pretty big things in the, in the cannabis industry. She's, she's planning some really cool events. I would suggest y'all guys check her out. If you haven't already checked out her page, you might've saw her. I think you've gotten, you might even got to try some of her edibles. Yeah, I know she had, she had a bunch of edibles there and she was telling people about how to cook edibles in specific ways to make them more effective. Right. And I'm trying to remember who the guy was. One of the guys that we had that, that came up to speak was just like railing on her edibles. And it was like, dude, why are you, why are you railing on her right now? And yeah. it was all just and like the end. It was him boasting about some drink, some drink somebody had bought. I don't even think it was a vendor who was there who brought them. Like yeah. So just... she had some, really, I mean, well, what happened is I posted her, um, just a small video on her, on my Instagram of her page. And we got about 1800 views. And I'm like, every shots where I'm like, Hey, you know, it's like your view, your page got like, I mean, you're, real got like 1800 views you know and she's like hey we need to work together and stuff but not so i've been doing a little bit of work with her i've been doing some like um flyers and some like uh, animated social media posts and stuff like that that i'm working on for her i kind of just stumbled into that because i do like graphic designing and well i'm not a professional but i've been studying it for for a while and i've been practicing at it so i'm helping her with those kind of things and I'm kind of helping her with her social media and stuff like that. So it's been pretty interesting to meet these people and, and you know, get into the industry, but it all started with Hemping in Texas. You know, um, a friend just suggested, Hey, get out, go to the, you know, local, um, cannabis expos, whatever you can get into, you know? Yeah. And he was right on the money. Cause I ended up hitting, you know, getting in like all kinds of contacts. And now, you know, I have contacts for whitelist. I have CBD contacts, um, distillate. I mean, the list goes on, you know? Um, so it's been pretty good to like, just get started in the industry. And I, I kind of see it going to big places and getting like, um, growing on me, you know? So I'm actually going to start like this other, this other branch out of, off of uh, Texas Hempress and it's going to be called Take Flight. And, uh, excuse me, I'm nervous. But so anyways, yeah, that, that's something else I'm working on. And it's mainly going to be for people who need like marketing, advertising in the hemp industry because, you know, we all know how hard it is to advertise on Facebook. Sure. 
difficult. I mean, well, Instagram or Facebook or TikTok for that matter. I can't seem to keep my TikTok up for nothing because I swear it detects everything. AI is horrible with that. So I'm kind of grateful for Instagram, but like at the same time, I'm like, please don't shut down my account. You know, it's so. funny you, you mentioned that because I know that they did a review of a video I posted yesterday or day before yesterday on TikTok where I, mm-hmm. and I put up on Instagram as well. I said, what's the most unconventional method you've ever smoked herb? And like Instagram didn't care. TikTok like made me wait a day, but then they finally proved it. It's like, yeah, whatever. Despite I put yeah. it as an invite question and I'm like, Okay. It's just crazy because you see them shutting down like like influencers that got like two thousand followers and and meanwhile they have zigzag posting. You mean God? I'm sorry. Let me talk about them because I love smoking their papers. But um, you know you have these big companies that are out there just rep- representing cannabis and they don't get shut down. How do you have yeah. 120,000 viewers? I mean, you know, followers Money. and we can't even. Yeah, right. Money. So it's like, it, it makes you wonder, like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? You guys want to shut down our pages, but you allow these other companies to keep running, you know? So it's it's like, you got to be strategic on there, you know? Sometimes I just don't even use Inst- um, TikTok anymore, and I barely use Facebook because I don't want to get shut down on Facebook either. Instagram seems to be working for me right now. Um, that's where my I do most of my work because I just feel like I have a better chance of surviving on there. But um that's always a uh, like uh, like a worry i'm so sorry that's always one of my worries is like getting shut down you know it's like once i if something like that were to happen you know i'd be in some big trouble so i'm actually working on a web page to try to get my followers you know over to that you know another platform just in case if and when my page or god forbid it does um get shut down you know they have another place to go to uh, gotta have to a backup plan a, yeah you got to do that these days. Um, Instagram's pretty savage about taking people's accounts away. So no doubt. It's yeah. on your mind, Chris. I, I was just going to say, you know, I found your Instagram earlier today and, and started following you and I was checking out what you, you, you'd kind of do like product presentations and promotions and stuff. Right. I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I try to. Yeah, you, you had a lot of different ways you're doing it too. It's, tell us about some of the different ways you're showing off products and and, and companies. Yeah, that's that's always difficult. So I'm going to be honest with you. I had this one company <laughs> recently send me a huge box. I'm like, what do I do? Um, so I tend to try to just keep it different, mostly um, kind of natural. Like, uh, don't want to add too much. Um, like. I don't know. It, it's hard to say because I kind of like just go out on a web and like, okay, like let's record what I'm doing right now. I'm opening the package. You know, these are the goodies inside it. Sure. Um, and for some reason, they tend to like that. I guess like an unboxing or something. And you know, they like to watch what I am, what I'm pulling out of the box. I have no idea. I, I, I think that's like where it gets started. Uh, it got started for me. It was like you know, people wanted to see what what, what I was getting, and. It just, it, it, it worked, you know? So I was like, okay, well, let's just keep on posting like that, you know? But sometimes I try to do like like a specific product that I really, really like, but it's hard because, you know, there's so many different products that I have to work with. And it's like, you gotta create content for each one of them. And I still have like a bunch of stuff going on that I do at home. So it, 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 became, it becomes like overwhelming sometimes when I get products and I don't have like the time to post them because I feel like I'm letting them down, you know? but. I try to get to it as soon as possible and try to post it, you know, because that's why they sent it to me. You know, they're trying to, to sure. 
catch my audience's attention with what they're what they got you know and it works for some you know some people have actually you know got had people buy products because they saw it on my page you know so it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to have that kind of stuff going on um however uh like i said the product it does get overwhelming like i have this box I, i'm i'm gonna actually um probably put it out tonight and there's like so many different products I have to actually cover inside that box. So I just kind of did like a kind of like a reveal thing, you know, Yeah. and eventually I'll get to the products one by one. But personally, um, if I don't like it, I will not post it on my page. So I don't like to give anybody any negative feedback, but I will let them know, you know, it wasn't for me. Um, you know, so-and-so, whatever I liked yeah. it, I didn't like it or whatnot. Um, you know, this kind of became an influencer on accident. But it, it's fun. It's fun doing what I do, you know, um, getting to try all the different products, getting yeah. to talk to all the different people in the industry. And, well, who doesn't like to get medicated, right? For free. I, I, I turned down judging for the, the Hemp Awards last year because I was like, oh. you know, I, I don't think I'd be a fair judge. Um, I don't think I would, I'd possibly handle this correctly. I may be just too harsh because I, I just think that maybe it's it, because it's not working for me or how, what kind of person I am. Yeah. And I was told, I was told shortly afterwards, like, that's actually more the reason why you should be a judge because you're going to yeah. be harsh. You're going to, you're going to dig in deep and they need to hear this. And I was like, oh, no, well, yeah, it's the truth, you know, like, yeah. so I've had some CBD, like CBD creams. I'll, I'll, I'll speak on that one specifically. Um, just I've had so many. And like, I've had a lot of topicals that are, you know, all of them get oily at the top. They seem to get oily at the top, but I found like two, I found like two different brands, um, Happy Bud. And then it was our, a Royal CBD, but their creams are like amazing. It doesn't ever, the oil doesn't ever seem to rise to the top. It's really smooth and has a really uh, good smell and stuff like that to it. And it's, it's good for like massaging into like your joints and stuff. And <clears throat> So I like those two brands. I hate when I get some that are like, they get ugly and, you know, they sit after a while, they, the oil rises to the top and it's just like horrible. Looks um, like that peanut butter you bought at Whole Foods. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, and then we'll like, you know, roll-ons. I, I had this, actually this one that I bought when I went to KushCon and I was going to do a review on it. Cause I was like, you know what, this is like a really good product. But after like about a few weeks, I think it sat, I went one day and I tried to put it on and this whole thing just started squirting out. I'm like, what? Just tried shaking world. it up, you know, and and I did it again, and it came out, and it was horrible. And I'm like, yep, this is this is one of those, you know, one of those products. And I never actually got to reach out to the guy because I lost their card. But you know, I like to to send feedback so that way they can improve <laughs> their products, you know. So um, if you're looking for a really good CBD cream, um, Happy Bud actually has some really good products there. You can't really find them on IG. I think they lost their page, but you can get them on Facebook. Um, Actually, the owner, I think, of Happy Bud, his name is uh, Cortez Coleman. If you follow him on Instagram, he's um, the owner of that that pay, uh, particular brand. And then the R.A. Royale, they have some amazing cream. I've been using it, like, every day. <laughs> These cold weather since, uh, you know, flare up my fibromyalgia. So, my, you know, the chronic pain, I really appreciate the CBD because I have a lot of, you know, a lot of pain. So it helps. It helps. Alrighty. Well, we got to go into our sponsor break here at the Lone Star Collective Podcast. So I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps. This week, our guest is 
Ana Garza, the Texas Hempress. We'll be right back after these sponsor messages. Cultivators is a sponsor of Texas Cannabis Collective and the Lone Star Collective podcast. Oak Cliff focuses on quality assurance with their hemp products while providing customer service to help you discover cannabinoids to meet your needs. Their product line includes hemp flour, pre-rolls, CBG tinctures, edibles, Delta Eat, and merch. For more information on their product's quality or to shop online today, visit oakcliffcultivators.com or contact them at info at oakcliffcultivators.com. Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas. A full-service cannabis solution that is doctor-owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas. From traditional CBD products to emerging hemp-derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit thrivetx.com for more information. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast, the official podcast of Texas Cannabis Collective. Distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more, to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams, and Gramps. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. This week, I'm joined by co-host Gramps. This week's guest is Ana Garza, Texas Hempress on Instagram. We were talking about how she got into the industry of working with hemp and hemp product companies and being an influencer of all things and doing the ever, ever known thing of praying to the cannabis gods that your account doesn't just get wiped off the face of Instagram overnight. So, I know when I, I talked to you, we met at the, the te- Hemping in Texas event, and we okay. were talking about uh, veterans in San Antonio, and from my understanding, one of the biggest things that's happening with veterans out there is that they're wondering about how cannabis usage affects their benefits, correct? For sure, for sure, yes. Are there any specific questions you're hearing from veterans in the area? Well, I think we're so, you know, just scared to get, you know tested and have the actual THC in their system because they do, you know, use cannabis. Um, and they don't have access to a medical card because either one, they can't afford the medicines because they're, they're pretty expensive. You know, if you don't have that extra cash, I mean, especially now with the inflation and everything going on, people are tight on, you know, on money, you know? So I think like those are the primary reasons is one, you know, them, you know, criticize, you know, being hard on them, you know, denying them care because they, are using cannabis you know so that one and then the second one you know getting a card you know and paying for the medications that's what i've ran into for the for the most part that's the problem i see and you know 
I think it's, I mean, I know there's programs out there that help with getting the cards, you know, but like paying for the medications is probably, I think my, my, you know, general friends, their problem is, you know, being able to afford it. Um, yeah. So they typically, you know, tend to find it their local dealer. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, so it, it, it's, I would like to be able to see veterans be able to have access to access to it and use it without, you know, having to fear for any kind of reason, you know? Um, yeah, me and you were talking allow, about how, I think we yeah. were talking a couple of weeks ago about how, um, we were talking over the phone that the VA can't deny you benefits. Like they can't say, oh, we're going to take away your compensation, your disability pay because we you popped positive on a cannabis test. But at the same time, the pharmacist for a VA clinic can say, hey, uh, doctors so-and-so and so-and-so or whatever clinic, we expect that if you're going to prescribe stimulants, that you will drug test the patients as well to make sure they're not on other controlled substances. Yeah. And then if they pop on cannabis, we expect you to remove them from the controlled substance. And if you don't, basically, we'll stop the prescription from coming through the pharmacy. Right. Yeah, that has definitely been one of the issues also um, for my friend. It's like, you know, she she wants to medicate with this. But they, I mean, she's not being prescribed stimulants, but it's still like um, there's a threat. You know, there's a threat to her health care every single time. And it's not fair, you know, that she has to go through that kind of stuff. And, you know, they haven't yet accepted it because, you know, honestly, in my honest opinion, you know, I don't know where they came up with the schedule one drug on cannabis at all, because that's like ridiculous. Um, when I, when I realized where it was categorized with, I'm like, what is, come on. Like that made me feel horrible. But, you know, at the same time, I know I'm like, I am nowhere near any of that kind of, you know, drug addict i don't care if you want to call it a schedule one or whatever but yeah and, um, and the fact they did that when there was medical evidence already documented i mean it was in the the pharmacopoeia uh it was in the uh documented in journals uh from dr william o'shaughnessy among others back in the 1850s you know it was 1937 when they first started working on prohibition you know, or ni- 1930s, 1937 is when they passed the Tax Act, which started all this mess. But it's, it's just amazing when you do dive into the history surrounding the cannabis and its illegality, how we got from there to where we are today. It's just, it's utterly ridiculous, really. It is. It really is. And, you know, um, to think that they allow alcohol to just be, you know, an open source, you know, and you can just go get it anywhere at any store, you know, um, the effects of alcohol, as many of us know, they're far worse than cannabis any day of the year. You know, I mean, alcohol has been, you know, not been good for me in the past either. Um, you know, I used to drink a lot also, you know, so, and that was mainly because, you know, I, I had anxiety and I just used it as a form of coping. But, you know, when I discovered, you know, that cannabis was actually more beneficial, you know, I just kind of, st- I'm like, you know, why was I even drinking? I don't even know, you know? So I guess, cause you know, it was, it was at the time, you know, working and you can't have, you can't have, you know, a dirty UA. So you, you medicate in another way. Right. So, yeah. um, 
very familiar to veterans. <laughs> so, and it's and it's horrible because I feel like um, I probably never would have had my experience with alcohol and the horrible experiences I had had you know those jobs just been like okay you can have you can have you know your medication which at the time it was not medication but you know I kept telling them like you know my, I would tell everybody I, I medicate that's what I do with it you know it's like. I hated it that, you know, they made it look like I'm, I'm just trying to get high. Like, oh my gosh, no, it's not that, you know, it, it really isn't. But when you have like, um, you know, PTSD, you know, it's, it, for me, it helps, you know, it helps us to slow those thoughts down to, you know, relax a little bit. And, you know, alcohol, on the other hand, it just seems to intensify all those feelings that I get. So I just stay away from it, you know, and Honestly, I'm so grateful that they kind of legalized cannabis because not to worry about CPS coming in like, oh, you have THC in your system. Like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you know, I should though this time because I have a prescription, you know. I think that's a, another fear is like for mothers in general that use cannabis or even CBD, hemp flower, you know. Yeah. Who do they knock it on your door, you know, and they say, hey, you know, we got to report you're smoking or you're using cannabis or whatever. And it's actually, you know, hemp. This is, no. this is this is why I tell people it is important that even if you don't like the cost of the medical program, get exactly. into the medical program exactly. because we actually have protections now in the law on civil side as well that if you are in the compassionate use program or your child's in the program, they cannot just remove your child simply because you tested positive. Yeah. And That's it's the a- same thing I tell for veterans like, hey, guess what? Go get it. Get Get your one bottle. Get whatever you need. <laughs> And then go find some legal hemp provider to supplement it. Just let your doctor yeah. know. Right. That, so recently I had um, one of my friends, you know, I was like, hey, you know, she kind of got, um, she kind of got in some trouble with some cannabis. But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, she's been needing to medicate with that medicine for a while. And it's like, why are you even wasting your time worrying about, getting caught with that in your system when you can go get your card, like go and get it, get you a few bottles, you know, hold on to that, you know, medicate when you have to, and, you know, at least protect yourself in that way, because, you know, that's, that's scary for any mother, especially, you know, the ones that, you know, that, that are actually consuming um, cannabis and, you know, the ones that, you know, need it, <laughs> like, so you're going to get them in trouble because and take their kid away because they needed this medication. Like I've seen it happen, you know, and some people, you know, don't use it because they're scared. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. You know, I don't want to get caught with that in my system. God forbid I do, you know, and then CPS shows up at my door. I'm like, I know, you know, but it's good to get your medical card so you can kind of try to avoid those, you know, those kind of things. Um, I'm glad I have mine on the other hand, because like at first, and, and to be honest, that's why I never went live on Instagram with any of the things that I did is try to support it because I didn't want someone to point out fingers and be like, oh, she's, you know, she's, you know, using cannabis or whatever. So when I got my, my, my medic, my medical license, I just kind of like, well, you know, I'm going to support this. And if somebody says anything, I really don't care. <laughs> you know, other people need this medication too. You know, so I just started what I started doing and, um, you know, I'm just supporting the small hemp businesses because I think it's important for the, the small businesses to keep going. Because what I'm, what scares me is like, what happens when, 
you know, if and when, you know, consumable hemp is not allowed, like that's, that's some scary stuff that's going on right now too. Um, so right now I'm just trying to support all the small businesses to try to like, um, you know, hopefully support the movement. So maybe one day we can all have, you know, access to it, you know, and not be literally have to be like on these, you know, with these debilitating conditions, just so you can get access to it you know like why 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 is it like that you know so um that's what i'm pushing for i just want to support everybody support the movement hopefully you know one day everybody will have access to the medications that they need chris you got anything i was just fixing to say that's what we're all pushing for is so everyone has the medications they need or they have the options to try whatever they want you know that's the way it should be so um jesse had said something to me uh, prior to the show here that from y'all's conversations when y'all met Mm -hmm. um that you you also are trying to help like with events and get vendors at events and things like that i am i love to hear about events any events so i can share so i have a lot of people on my page that actually sell cbd so they want to get out to these events. They want to know about them. And it's like, gosh, I wish I had more people just like, hey, feeding me these events because it's hard to keep up with it. Um, trying to do my own work, you know. So if you know of anybody that's throwing an event, you know, please send them my way so that way I can share on my page. You know, I want to help get as many people out there to their events as possible um, just to support the movement, support the businesses, the small businesses, you know, especially. Sure. Absolutely. You said something earlier, too. Um, well, I guess we're fixing to go into a break. I'll get to that question later. <laughs> I said, we'll get to that after the break. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. <laughs> so, yes, it is time for our sponsor break here at the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined by co-host Gramps this week. Our guest this week is Alicia Garza, Texas Hempress on Instagram. We'll be right back after our sponsor messages. is a sponsor of Texas Cannabis Collective and the Lone Star Collective Podcast. Oak Cliff focuses on quality assurance with their hemp products while providing customer service to help you discover cannabinoids to meet your needs. Their product line includes hemp flour, pre-rolls, CBG tinctures, edibles, Delta Eat, and Merge. For more information on their product's quality or to shop online today, visit oakcliffcultivators.com or contact them at info at oakcliffcultivators.com. Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas, a full-service cannabis solution that is doctor-owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas. From traditional CBD products to emerging hemp-derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit thrivetx.com for more information. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast, the official podcast of Texas Cannabis Collective. 
distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more, to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams and Gramps. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. This week I'm joined by co-host Gramps. And what a week. I want to do a quick reminder that uh, the Texas Hemp Awards are going on right now, talking about products. So if you are aware of the Texas Hemp Awards, go to TexasHempAwards.com and make sure you check out the products that are listed there, the people who are nominated for awards, such as our podcast, Lone Star Collective Podcast. Be sure to give us a vote. I'm always going to try to pimp ourselves out. If you're not going to give us a like and subscribe, at least you can try to vote for us. So there you go. <laughs> Gramps is on there too. He's up there for Advocate Warrior. Yeah, I think, and you're up there too as well. I am. I yeah. sure so am. So you're on there for uh, Instagram, correct? An Advocate yes. Warrior. Awesome. Yes. A whole show of award nominees. There you go. <laughs> Ain't that something? This is the episode, people. So are you gonna, you're not going to judge at the Hemp Awards or the Texas oh, well, Hemp I, I didn't last year. I should actually reach out to Karen this year. I don't know if uh, there's any slots left. I uh, think I looked like about a, maybe about three or four days ago. I think they had some slots open. I think they okay. did. But it might have been, I thought, it was, I would be surprised if there's any open yeah, right now. I'm, I'm judging again this year. Oh, I judged, wow, I judged nice. last year and I'm judging again this year. So, uh and uh, was in part of the whole process of deciding what we were going to require on products this year and, and different t- things as far as testing and all that kind of stuff. So, but so, uh, which I was going to mention while we're talking about the Texas Hemp Awards, submissions for products for tex- Texas Hemp products are now open. So if you want to get your oh, products wow. out there, yes. go to TexasHempAwards.com and get your submissions entered that is awesome definitely going to share that information absolutely Um, yeah i wish i could be a judge i'm not sure if i'll be able to do it but um if i if i can if i can get there and actually you know make it happen that would be awesome yeah like i said i don't know if she's still got a couple slots left open or not so what you just get to smoke i mean i'm just curious like eat eat a bunch uh, of edibles and claim i am the law there's edibles, there's, there's lotions, there's, uh, are you able to walk flour. out of there once you're done? I'm just curious. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you do it at home, but you're so on you, your you own convenience. I went, okay. So, you know, I went to Reggie and Drew. They're off of Stone Oak. That place is so awesome. If you guys haven't checked it out, y'all should. Um, it was pretty neat. Um, you know, you can walk in there and it's just a good feeling and you know, good vibes and everything. You know, people are so awesome. They're the workers. It's, the people that shop there, they're awesome. They're cool, too. Um, it's just really cool atmosphere. You know, you actually get to go into the, the, the shop and, you know, taste the flower firsthand. So that's like, where do you get to do that? You know, I always have to just buy it and try it later. So um, if you haven't checked them out, they're in Stone Oak. They're really, um, they have some really, really good flower infused, um, just regular, you know, hemp flower. But you can go by there. You can check it out. You can taste it. I got to ch- uh, to taste um Hempers three. So I got to 
um, work with that brand or taste that brand. And I'm hoping to work with them later. Um, she's got some really cool stuff. Um, I think, uh, well, so Reggie and Joe, Reggie and Joe, um, I think the owner, they have their Hempers three brands. So um, I'm hoping to get to do some work with them guys. You know, I did get to like stop by there and do some film. So I'll be having a reel out soon with them in it. But that was so cool. Like the flower was really amazing. You guys. I, I don't want the Reggie. I just want the Dro. Right. <laughs> but I'll taste them all. Just I'm going to be Dro. honest. Like I, I'll taste any flower just to see what it's like, you know, but I prefer Dro seeing here. Sure. So it's like here, here's some dirt weed. Do you want to taste our dirt weed here? You know, to think I hemp? used to actually be happy to have a bag of that stuff. We all did. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Thought wonders what we had. Right? You, you a whole bunch the, of seeds and stems. We'll you'd still you'd stare at the bag long enough and go, maybe I should just take these seeds and make my own. And then you realize later, I'm like, oh, I was too you know fucking what? high. I tried I to that. one time when I was younger. And let me tell you, I don't know what I was thinking because I, I honestly didn't think about like the laws or anything. I was just like, oh, I, you know, plant a plant seed. So I planted it, right? I remember going back to look for it and <laughs> there was a little card with a, a, a little like toothpick with a card on it and it had the cops information. I'm like, I'm not coming back here. Sorry. You know, since then I haven't even tried again. I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was, that was scary enough for me. So. So we're going to play a game of testing Chris's memory out. Is he of Gramps as Gramps? Uh, you had a question you were going to ask right as we were going into break. What was yeah, that I'll question? I'm sitting here thinking about it, just waiting on the moment to bring it up, man. <laughs> well, here's your moment. I, I heard in, in the first segment you were talking about events and, and whatnot, and I could have swore I heard something about y'all have your own march, maybe. I want to have my own march here in Texas or hopefully get one kicked off here. You know, I don't know, but if it's possible, but it's like the well, hemping in Texas, I can't wait to, is there going to be a second? Because I definitely want to make sure we get as many people out there as possible. Sandra, yeah. I hope you're listening to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It up, needs to happen. Up. It needs to happen. You know, <laughs> it really does. And it needs to be on a larger scale, of course, because, we all need to get everybody out there. You know, this one was awesome. I'm so grateful that I went. It was probably like the most beneficial thing for me since I started in the cannabis industry and trying to actually get out there. So you guys, if there's any hemp expos and you're like wanting to get into the industry, make it out there. Like that's the Absolutely. first step. I can that's say that, 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 that with, with any, I doubt I get any, any kickback from either one of y'all when I say this. That when you go to a hemp event in Texas, anywhere I would imagine, but you go to these events, it's not what you expect. And the people are of all ages, all diversities, and and they're all great and wonderful people. I mean, I have not gone to one of these events and run into any assholes yet, period. I, just I can definitely agree with that. That is so true. You know, even when I went to um, PushCon, Dang, that was so big. That thing was huge. I don't know if y'all got to make it out to that, but that I, I plan to make it next year. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. Everybody was like literally just smoking flour outside the, the, the expo right after, you know, everything was said and done there. Um, but yeah, everybody in the industry, it's like if you're, I don't think I've met, well, so far, I haven't met anybody that's given me any bad vibes. Um so far, everybody that I've run into in the industry is pretty cool. And um, 
you know, they're, they're just trying to support the movement or, you know, just be involved, you know? So yeah. I, I, I like doing what I'm doing and I, I, I hope more people can actually get out to these events because that's how I got started, yeah. you know? And well, I was gonna, the reason I asked the question about the, the March and, right. and your interest there, I'm not going to let any cats out of the bag because nothing's set in stone. But something told told me uh, in a meeting I had earlier this week with the other organizers from the march here in Fort Worth, uh, we're considering maybe taking it on the road across the state, depending upon oh, wow. if we can find you know municipalities and groups, et cetera, to work with. So, right. I mean that's nothing set in stone, but it's it's a thought we're thinking about. So if there's anybody out there, uh, San Antonio, Houston. Uh, you name it, Texarkana, wherever. Uh, if you're interested in having an event like we just had in Fort Worth and like they also have regularly, annually in, in El Paso as well, uh, there's three three important questions. One, place. Uh, two, is the, is the municipality, the city, and, and the police going to be willing to, to work with us? And we say point them to the city of Fort Worth. It's been letting us do it for nine years there without any issues. So, well, that's um, nice. <laughs> you know, uh, and then of course El Paso good. lets El Paso Normal do it as well. So, nice. uh, and they haven't had any issues. So, uh, the place are they willing to to work with us? And the third is, of course, we got to be able to produce you know enough vendor interest and stuff like that to be able to get the, right, the budget sure. to be able to put that kind of event on. But we're kicking the idea around of because we've had a lot of people ask us and reach out, you know, hey, can we do this in San Antonio? How come we're not oh, doing this? In, yeah, in Houston? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've even had them reach out from Austin. Uh, Austin's a little different animal because yeah. the capital's there. But uh, <laughs> Jesse can yeah. can vouch for that. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it's it's definitely a thought process we're thinking of. We're taking a month or two to, to recuperate from. That's good to hear. I'm like, I hope you one. guys are. I really hope you guys are doing it here, too, because I know I don't have the resources. And I don't know anybody to like actually make it happen. But I know I want to support it when it comes here, comes time to actually doing that. Um, so, you know, when it when it does come time, I definitely want to be able to share about it. So, you know, hopefully we can get enough vendors out there and make it a bigger thing, you know, Um so if you guys, you know, know of anybody that is throwing any, you know, events and stuff that y'all need me to share, please let me know. Um, I'll be more sure. than glad to share. I appreciate you, Jesse, when you send me, your, you know, your important posts that you want me to share. Like, I, I really love that. So I can be able to share with other people. Um, Thank you. So, you know, if you guys know. Well, I want to throw an idea out there that um, I think a, a nice mishmash to get San Antonio and Austin together would be if this measure passes in San Marcos on the next election we do one for the two in San Marcos because then we obviously we're not worried about the re the police having to go, Oh, we don't like this idea. Well, and guess what? We just decriminalized in the town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop us now. So, 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 uh, I, I, think right. is, I think it'd be a great celebratory measure. And then it's how you it'd be a great victory March. Yeah, for sure. I, I think San Antonio will be, I think the cops will be okay with it here. I mean, not that they're so friendly with it, but I mean, for the most part, I don't see as much, um, as much happening. Like I used to before, like, Oh my gosh, y'all are just horrible about it. Now you can see people actually getting away with, you know, a ticket, you know, it's like, 
that's more like it. Y'all are taking people to jail over this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping. Well, as we get ready to wrap up the show here at the Lone Star Collective, is there any final thoughts, anything you want to put out there, anything that's been on your mind now during the show that you want everybody to know about? And as well, pimp out your, your social media pages. Yeah, um, well, I just really have my Texas Hempress going. Like I said, I'm planning on um, having a page off of Texas Hempress called Texas Take Flight um, or Take Flight Texas. I sh I'm still not sure. I'm still kind of working on that. But I want to use it to promote, um, you know, cannabis businesses, um, events and stuff like that. That's my thing to do is, you know, share events, share businesses, share products, you know. So if you need someone, you know, to help share your brand and events that are going on in Texas, um, please just DM me. I would love to work with you guys. Um, I love helping anybody and everybody. Um, I'm free of charge for right now. Uh, I kind of do it like just for, you know, uh, like my side thing that I do on, on my free time. So um, if you guys, you know, need any help with that, just please reach out. Cool. Awesome. Chris, you got any final thoughts? Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I, like I said, I checked Thank out your Instagram and you're doing some excellent work there. And Thank you. I'm I appreciate sure, I'm sure it. the products and, and companies you're working with so far are very happy. Thank you. I, that's, that's, that's very nice of you to say. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Speaking of events, um, I know we have the hemp summit coming up. Um, that's in November 11th and the 12th. And I know we have a code, uh, summit TCC, $25 off. There's early bird special right now. I'm not sure how I don't, I'm Chris, do you ever hear anything about vendors for that? Is there anything, or is it because I it's haven't, on the, I haven't seen anything about vendors I, for I think that. strictly because of it being a summit, it's not like going to be a vendor type Yeah. event. Um, I imagine Hmm. the hemp harvest festival though, is likely they're going to have Definitely. vendors. Right. So I would say if, if anybody who's interested in the hemp harvest festival, hit up sweet Sensi. Who's actually heading that out? Like who's running that? That's Sweet Sensi. That's their event. Okay. Yeah. I definitely probably want to get in contact with them so I can get like the form and stuff to pass. I need to, um, Greg I know several Autry. people looking for it, looking for, you know, vending to go to events like that. So, Sure. um, thanks for sharing that. At Greg Autry, he's the owner of Sweet Sensi. He's definitely the guy to reach out to, make sure Awesome. everything's what is exactly what they plan to be because that's he's making the decisions in the end. And... That's why I say reach out to him. Definitely keep I that know in they're mind. they're having theirs the twenty third, or is it no the eight? I know it's the week after the Hemp Summit. This would be I think what? it's the nineteenth. Or actually, yeah, the nineteenth. I think it's what I saw earlier today. I don't know why I said the twenty third. The nineteenth. That'd be one week after the twelfth. The Texas Yep. Hemp Harvest Festival. Yep. Graham's looking it up for me to make sure. Don't want to give up the wrong information. I love the people over at Sweet Sensi. They got to say, talking about product, great products over there. Nothing negative to say about them or the way they do their business. So thank you for giving us your time, Anna. Um, I appreciate you having me on too. Thank you so much. and y'all can find her on Instagram at texas.hempress. That is going to do it for this week here at the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. Man. What a, what a what an episode! All, all award nominees as our guest this week. I was joined by co-host Gramps. He's up for Advocate Warrior, and Anna, our guest, is up for Advocate Warrior as well. So you've got all sorts of choices for the Texas Hemp Awards. This this podcast itself is nominated on there. Lone Star Collective Podcast. Be sure to check it out. It's uh, talk about brand recognition. It's if you have a brand. 
you have a product, get it submitted. That way you, people get eyes on your product then. Purely. It's, it's a marketing thing. You, people get to see your product. It's going to be named at some point. It's going to be on a list. And all the proceeds that go to this, they go to the last prisoner project. So it's definitely helping out yeah, for good okay. cause to be involved in this. We thank you for your time. And we hope everybody has a great week. Thank you from the Lone Star Collective Podcast. Everybody have a good one. You too. Peace.